honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wives, and Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podiman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, <laughs> Audible, 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 isn't that cool? Doesn't that sound cool? <laughs> Amazon Music. Uh, Stitcher, Double Twist, you could go on all day with uh, all the different applications that are out there, and they're all very, very, very much appreciated. Very much indeed. So, today is going to be, well, it's uh, it's the show some of you have been waiting for, and others might be like, oh no, he's going to pile on, here we go. It's not about piling on. It's about, you saw the game, you know, like Mike Zimmer style. You saw the game, or games, you saw the games. So I'm not, it's not going to be like typical reviews like Wolves won, Wolves lost. But of course, there's only two games to review anyway. Because on January the 15th, the game was postponed. Carl Anthony Towns, COVID protocol. Juancho Hernan Gomez, COVID protocol. Ricky Ricardo Rubio, COVID protocol. And people are like, oh, the return of Ricky Rubio is coming soon. I don't give a crap. You know, really? Ricky Rubio is going to return soon? That's going to save the day? I don't give a crap. Give me a break. You know, I mean, he looks... I've said it. I've said it a thousand times already. He looks slow and old, and he doesn't look like the same guy. I love what he says, though. Love what he says. I love what he says. It's uh, it's great and everything. There's a certain guy I hate what he says. The other point guard. You know that other guy. Oh, you know what's his name? Yeah. Let's look at the efficiency landscape a little bit too. Uh, it was posted by. Hopeless Timberwolves fan. That was really cool. Hopeless Timberwolves fan. Love that guy, actually. He's pretty cool. <laughs> I should look that one up and follow it on Twitter. Uh, Twitter account for myself here, or for the show anyway, at TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX. And yeah, give uh, give Hopeless Wolves fan a follow. The efficiency landscape, like the Lakers are way at the top. Number one net, number five offense, number one defense. Well, there you go. That's how you win. So I guess... Uh, the Jazz and the Nuggets are number four and number five, respectively, in all the categories. The Bulls, the Wizards, and the Blazers are all tied in pretty lousy territory. And then we're way, way over in uh, disaster territory. 29 net. <laughs> 29. So basically, we're the 29th net efficiency in the entire league. 29th feels like worse. <laughs> 27th offense, 26th defense. How's the defense actually slightly better than the offense? I have no idea. I have no idea, but I guess the offense kind of sucks too, as uh, Sid Hartman might say. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, Martin Luther King Day, we played the Hawks, and we didn't play, really. It was just crap. The Hawks, they're in first place somehow with a 6-7 and seven record. They're starting to rival the Washington football team, winning the NFC East this year. Impressive. Uh, well, at least they made the playoffs, and they actually played kind of well against the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are now in the NFC Championship game. Go Bucks. Jared Vanderbilt started. That's nice. He got the 8-8. Eight and eight. He got three steals and all that good stuff. D'Angelo Russell at 31 points. That's great. But uh, that's great. Great numbers and everything. Anthony Edwards, who I just added on fantasy team for the hell of it because somebody cut him because he was averaging like a point a game for about three games in a row there. It was really sad. I, I felt terrible. I don't know, though. Today's title of this episode is Questioning the Process. 
Because you know how it's like, trust the pro sauce, like Gerson Rosas. I'm questioning the pro sauce, folks. Go ahead and question, you know, and you get mad. People got mad a little bit when I questioned the process with uh, Mr. Tom Thibodeau. And then when he became public enemy number one, it was popular to do that. And I don't give a damn what's popular and what's not popular. Let's talk about what's really the whole problem here. The pro sauce is the problem. Yes, Saunders is very, very in over his head. I agree with that a, a thousand percent. He's in over his head. The lineups don't make a whole lot of sense. Jordan McLaughlin with D'Angelo Russell against Orlando during the collapse, as people might call it. The collapse, the colossal collapse against the magic, the magical collapse. The, the shot that drove me crazy as well, the off-balance shot. Yes, it was lucky. Yes, it was obnoxious. And ugh, get the hell out of here. Cole Anthony with that crap. But at the same time, we should never have been in that position in the first place. What the hell are you doing out there? Uh, and it's a miracle we didn't get beat by Cole Anthony moments before as uh, the switch by Nas Reed didn't happen. I mean, there was no switch. Vanderbilt told him, switch, switch, switch. And guess what? He didn't switch. Nas Reed didn't switch. Cole Anthony was left wide open, and he missed. And then Vandy got the rebound, and he missed two free throws. The first one might have missed by about seven inches or so. It was a pathetic shot. He's shooting less than 50% from the line. It's Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, less than 50% from the line. That sounds familiar around here. Some of these guys are slightly over 50 with Culver. Yes, at least he's over 50. You know, it's good stuff. Um, D'Angelo Russell, I, I don't know, man. I I don't know what to tell you about D'Angelo Russell anymore. I think I've had it. I think I've had enough. Do you want to hear what he says about the, uh, the his quote after the Orlando Magic game? Like, you saw the game. Mike Zimmer style, you saw the game. We're in a state of mind where we relax in the fourth. Russell said. This is according to Johnny K. John Krasinski of The Athletic. Johnny Athletic. Excellent uh, writer and great guy. Last three minutes. Okay, sorry. Let's start all over. We're in a we're in a state of mind where we relax in the fourth. Just that alone. What are you talking about? Relax in the fourth. Relax in the fourth. You relax in the fourth quarter. Nobody does that. Not even Shaq and Kobe did that when they were like, you know, going for a three-peat or whatever. Like, yeah, we got this. Oh, my God. Yeah, they relaxed in the first three quarters sometimes, but not in the fourth. Okay, let's continue. Russell said, last three minutes of the game, we relax a little bit. We don't lock into the scouting report. We kind of work against it. We don't help ourselves. That comes with youth. Every game, I feel like I'm repeating myself on our issues and what it could be. But time will heal, so we'll be all right. Now, in a way, he's kind of saying, yes, this team relaxes too much. He's kind of saying that, but he's part of the problem, too. He's very much part of the problem. So some people might be reading into that slightly wrong. When you think about it, he's talking about the team, but at the same time, it's the thought that counts. And let me tell you, the thought counts. It counts, and it shows. Because what was that? What was that? They, they were relaxing a little bit. They were, and I, I don't understand that. Um, I don't understand it. So, something's wrong. And a lot of people were saying uh, throughout the league, a lot of the you know people in the know and all that are saying Russell's not a leader at all. He's not a leader. He's not a franchise kind of guy in any shape or form. On a good team, he'd be like the third star, so to speak. He'd be the third star player, so to speak. And if he makes the All-Star game, so be it. If not, whatever. Uh, at least he's got a nice, crisp outside shot. He can drive to the basket. His ball handling is great. His defense sucks. And not to mention, 
on one of the missed shots by the Orlando Magic, which were there were many. Magic were missing a lot of shots. The Wolves were stuck at 91 points for about six effing minutes in the fourth quarter, which I don't understand at all. By the way, I don't have a whole lot to say about the Atlanta game if you hadn't noticed, right? Because it was garbage. It was just like, oh, yeah, I guess they're losing. Okay, numbers again, Russell. Nice numbers, blah, blah, blah. Clint Capella had a 2020 game after this one uh, against the next opponent. It doesn't matter at this second. We'll come back to that later. But, um, yeah, Atlanta, backtrack into that for just a second. I mean, well, it was just kind of a no-show type of game. It was like, yeah. It, you know what? It was a typical Wolves uh, uh, matinee game. Oh, I love matinee games. That's what people were saying on, you know, the, you know, the Flips Army and stuff. That's cute and everything. I hate matinee games, mostly because we suck in matinee games. Most of the time, even in the Garnett area, we suck in matinee games. It's annoying, and so do the Wild, by the way. Minnesota Wild suck in matinee games. I don't know why it is, but they just do, and just the whole, oh, Spree don't like playing in daytime. That was like the great Timberwolves team, you know, with the, you know, the year that we actually got to the West Finals and probably could have won the whole enchilada had Castell's back not gone out on us. But that's just typical Minnesota sports luck right there. <laughs> I can imagine that showing up on Norm Still Sucks podcast to Cassell's back. Oh, God, that sucked so bad. It hurt. Nice numbers and everything by D'Angelo Russell. He got the four steals, but he also like turned the ball over four times, so that canceled out. And his defense was terrific. Yeah, it usually is. It's terrific defense. It's not about piling on. It's about, it is what it is, you know? It's trust, It's it's not trusting the process. I don't trust the process. Do you know why I don't trust the process? Because Josh Okogie should never play forward. Josh Okogie should never play forward. You know, Culver maybe because he's long. Jo- Josh Okogie's not big enough to play forward. He's 6'4". He's not Charles Barkley out there getting 10 rebounds a game. He can rebound a little bit. He's not a forward. Okay? M- Malik Beasley is not a forward either when he plays it sometimes. McDaniels and Russell together in the fourth quarter made no sense. And that they're shooting right over us. What do taller guards do with shorter guards? They shoot right over you. Because I remember even just myself out there playing ball when I was a decent player in my late 20s, early 30s. I think it must have been late 20s. It's been a while since the, this 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 game years ago. <clears throat> just simple stuff. Out, out there on the clay court or whatever you want to say. You know, generally I'm known as a slasher. Back Was known as a slasher back in the day. <laughs> and I could not, you know, and I was playing against these shorter Hmong guys. And I couldn't get around him. And I couldn't get around him. I kept like, what the hell? And then it's like, wait a minute. He's like four inches, five inches shorter than me. And I started shooting. And everything did. Everything went in. What used to happen to Chauncey Billups when he was playing shooting guard for the Wolves, which also made no sense. Everything would go in against him too. Everything goes in because you're like, you're locked in, you're focused, and the guy, the guy is not really creating much resistance from your jump shot. Sure, he's going to create resistance from the dribble drive. But the jump shot, not much resistance. And, well, that was fun for me. It was a fun day because I scored like crazy and there wasn't a whole lot he could do anymore, the guys that were guarding me. Really good ball handler and all that, but he couldn't guard me because I could shoot right over him. What do you think happened in the uh, the Orlando game? Yeah, even though they didn't shoot well. They shot well when it mattered. The ball went in, right? The ball's supposed to go in. That's the object of the game, and it went in. So uh, it is what it is, eh? <laughs> it's great stuff. It really is. <laughs> it's great stuff. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm Okay, but again, here's the thing. Here's questioning the process. And again, questioning Ryan Saunders' lineups, Ryan Saunders' inability to really coach players harder, too much of a player's coach, too much of buddy-buddy. I can see him getting frustrated, this and that, but are the players taking him seriously enough? I wish they would. 
I think that's bullcrap. That they, if, if they're not, that's bullcrap. And I wish he could command more of a presence in the locker room and not be much of a player's coach like he has been, not be as much of a player's coach is what I'm trying to say. But um, this four-guard stuff is garbage. You're not going to win anything. Houston, what's Houston doing right now? Fire sale. And they didn't. And they don't have their general manager anymore. He's moved on. Hello? 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 Bloop, bloop. Fire sale. So it's like you sit down and analyze Houston and the vision in Houston, and but it didn't work. It just didn't work. It almost did because they had Chris Paul, who was like a, you know, a, a gamer when he actually stays healthy, but then he didn't stay healthy. So then that kind of bit them in the ass as well. They almost beat the Golden State Warriors. That would have been one time because they had a, they had a great team that year. But this three, four guard stuff, I, I don't agree with it that much. I, you know, and it's like you, you're, he, he, Rosas is not setting up Ryan Saunders very well with a good lineup. Nas Reed rebounds sometimes. His defense is okay sometimes. He plays kind of like he's a six foot nine shooting guard. And then sometimes he plays down low. And then, I don't know, obviously it doesn't help when Carl Anthony Towns is out all the time with. He had the wrist, he had the broken wrist last year, dislocated wrist this year, now COVID-19, and then the next thing you know, the sky's too blue, so he can't see well. The The blue sky affected his eyes, and D'Angelo Russell said, well, you know, you know that Timberwolves logo is very distracting, you know, because in the fourth quarter, we're just kind of staring at that logo. It's kind of scary, you know, it almost looks like a blueberry, and if we step on it, it might squish and, like, stain our shoes, you know? It might stain my shoes, you know, but that would really suck. So I better watch it. I'm distracted by that a little bit. So that's what's happening. It seems to happen in the fourth quarter more than the other quarters. Or or maybe the third sometimes. It's stuff like that. That is like, okay, (laughs) just play the freaking game. Uh, Enough with the cute quotes. And enough with the, enough with playing six foot four guys at forward. Six foot seven guys at center. Six foot eight guys at center. Uh, uh, Bring in a power forward, please. To be fair, Jaden McDaniels played very well in the Orlando game. He had a nice little quote-unquote breakout game when the Wolves were playing well in the game for a while there <clears throat> before their lead disappeared. Uh, Darren Doogie Wolfson's Scoop podcast brought up that the Wolves have relinquished um, the Wolves have relinquished six decent, like, good leads in the fourth quarter this season, which is by far the most in the NBA. It's not good. Um, it's a terrible statistic. It's, it's very damning. Uh, again, nice to see Jaden McDaniels, that's a positive we can come out with here. Very solid game. He's, you know, I like Jaden McDaniels. He actually rebounded the ball a bit, which was also really nice. Yeah, he had eight rebounds, and he got three blocks, clocking from behind, even had a steal and all that stuff. Jaden McDaniels, there might be something there, and that might end up being a really nice draft pick. We'll see. But, of course, Jared Culver, you traded up in that spot, and you missed, you missed on, the, on your real target, Mr. Garland. And you sell for Jared Culver, and he does not look like a successful draft pick. I like Jared Culver. I like the energy. I like the energy he has. I like his defense. That he can't shoot. He can't shoot at all. Uh, he can't shoot at all. He can't even make fifty percent of his free throws. Okay, yes, he can make fifty percent, but you, you know, uh, you expect a little more from a guard. Fifty percent. That's what sucked about Pooh Richardson in the past. He couldn't even make free throws. It was unbelievable. As talented as he was, he couldn't even make free throws. That was weird. Anthony Edwards at eight points. Anthony Edwards at eight points. Nothing else. What happened? What happened, Anthony? Twenty-three minutes. He couldn't even. He couldn't even accidentally get a rebound. You know, I, I don't understand. Put a hand on a ball. Maybe block a shot. Something. I don't know. 
What's next? Anthony Edwards is going to play center for us and get seven uh, get seven rebounds or something to get you lucky. You know, happen to get seven rebounds just because because they're like demanding somebody rebounds the ball. I don't know where to go anymore. Uh, McLaughlin, it's like he played well, but McLaughlin and Russell, come on, man. Russell can't guard a fly. Okay, well, I don't know. I can't guard a fly either. They're pretty fast. No, (laughs) Russell can't guard anybody to the point. And again, he swatted one of the rebounds. He tipped a a potential rebound right to... (laughs) Right to James Ennis the third. That was great. One of Ennis's five points. He got a little bucket there. Thank you, D'Angelo. He he had seven assists in the game. Let's say six, but he had seven because he had a nice little uh, <clears throat> lead pass into James Ennis for the easy layup when it was a rebound. I don't know what he was tipping the ball to. I don't know who he was tipping it for. Just just catch it. Just try seriously. Tip it to yourself. Something. I don't know, man. I don't know, D'Angelo. Luckily, the Wolves scored on the next play because of uh, McLaughlin, you know, setting up uh, Reed really nicely. Great play. Thank God that actually canceled out the James Ennis play, but just the thought. Tipped it right to him. Things happen. Goofy bounces happen. That's part of sports, but that was BS. That really was. It really was BS. This whole week was BS. Uh, All two games, I guess. Well, that's the good part. It's only two games, but just two more losses, and I don't know. The way you gave this one up, it's just... I don't know. I'm questioning the pro sauce. I mean, okay, you got somebody who might be a power forward at some point in McDaniels, but he's tiny. Let's be fair. The guy's tiny. Uh, he Obviously, he looks real young on everything. Hopefully, he can bulk up. He is six foot nine. He looks like he's 6'6", six, six, and he's 200 pounds. He's 200 pounds. That's tiny, man. Time to eat those those whey protein shakes and pump that iron, Jaden. We're going to need it. And I mean, really pumping the iron. Just like Andrew Wiggins, though. That's the one thing. It's like a lot of these guys, when they're skinny like this, they never get bigger. You know? They never do. See, like, Anthony Edwards is already big. And if he gets bigger, that's even better. You know, more toned in this and that. He'll get even better. That's the good part. <clears throat> There's other guys, they're just naturally skinny. Like, they just never get bigger. They, you could talk about them pumping the iron until the cows come home like a Corey Brewer. And nothing happens. You know, I mean, the next thing you know, they'll tell him to go eat at McDonald's or something, you know, every day. Uh, and include and have it be a milkshake instead of a whey protein shake, something like that. And I don't know. Then, he, then something bad happens to his health. Let's just leave that alone. Uh, I love Jaden McDaniels' potential. That's a, that's a positive to look at during the course of this week. And comparisons of Jared Vanderbilt to Dennis Rodman, the worm, are... Insanity. That's absolute insanity. And I love Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt is the junkyard dog. He's not the worm. The junkyard dog was much more of a role player. A very solid glue guy that you'd love to have. A guy who can rebound, play some defense, can't make free throws. Sounds about the same. His stats are literally almost identical to the junkyard dog. The worm? I I, I don't see Jared Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt pulling down 20 rebounds. I don't see Jared Vanderbilt as a top defender in the league. He's a good defender. But is he first-team all-defense, defensive player of the year? I don't think so. I'd be very surprised. Maybe someday. Maybe someday he, he'll emerge and become really, 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 really good. But I think he's going to be like a better version of the junkyard dog. A younger, better version of the junkyard dog. He'll probably get better numbers, like 8-8, eight and eight, stuff like that. Rather than 5-5, five and 6-6, five, six and six, like, the, like the, uh, the, the junkyard dog used to do. Jerome Williams, Toronto Raptors, and other teams. Very likable guy, had funny teeth, kind of had that bug eye look. Uh, I, you know, I appreciated what he did, but again, 
he wasn't a star. He was a role player. And uh, that, that's what Vandy is, Vandy Vanderbilt. I think he's going to have a nice career, though, and I'm very pleased to have him. Just the worm comparisons are unrealistic at this point. If he gets there, he gets there, but right now I, I doubt it. Do I really sound like I'm bashing, or do I sound like I'm just being honest about the situation? It's frustrating. And yes, if Carl was back, I'm sure the win-loss record would be better. I'm sure things would look a little better. But is Carl Anthony Towns really a leader? Is he? Or does he need a stronger personality to be in the locker room with him to help him lead? I think it's the latter. Even Garnett, you know, sure, he had a strong personality, but there were times Garnett just wasn't, yeah, I mean, many times Garnett just wasn't that go-to guy offensively when it mattered most. It seems like that's just been a problem with Minnesota teams forever. We're always looking for that franchise guy who's the go-to guy, the ultimate, ultimate alpha personality. It's always missing. Garnett was, you know, he had the the boss type of personality, like he was the boss and this and that, but then his actions didn't always show it. Great defensive player, this and that. Uh, he was good off the court, blah, blah, blah. He didn't get in trouble. He didn't cause, uh, you know, a ruckus and all that. That was really good. Um, but then there was uh, the, you know, just the fact he just didn't take the big, he, he, didn't, he just didn't take initiative at, uh, many times throughout his career. Occasionally he did. The Sacramento game, Game 7, was the ultimate moment where Garnett took initiative and looked like a legitimate franchise go-to guy, you know, uh, in the big moment. But that was very few and far between. I'm glad it happened in that game. Against the Lakers, I never saw it. Absolutely never. And that was too bad. It's like it's like he got intimidated. Against Sacramento, he was clearly the best player on the floor versus, you know, Chris Webber and all those other guys. Uh, you know, and the, you know everybody on his team as well. But once it was Shaq and Kobe time or somebody like that, even Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, it was kind of like he would get volcanic. He would get really pissed off and... Tim Duncan would get under his skin with his kind of just his little smirk and his arrogance without really saying anything. And then, of course, Shaq and Kobe, that was another thing. It was just like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, uh uh-huh. It was a little different (laughs) and a little frustrating for a lot of us Timberwolves fans for many years. I see the same thing still going on, obviously, in Carl Anthony Towns. He'll take the initiative offensively. I appreciate that. And then then the defense is missing a lot of times. It's better than last year. I'm not saying Cat sucks. Like, people were saying, oh, yeah, Cat sucked, right? They'll just, you know, give me that sarcasm like I'm an idiot. I'm not saying Cat sucks, okay? I'm not saying Cat sucks. Carl Anthony Towns, I don't like nicknames. I don't like KG Cat. Kevin Garnett, Carl Anthony Towns. That's just me. Uh, that's just the way I talk. If you don't like it, that's another thing. I don't really, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I think you're complaining too much if you think I don't like it. Or if you think I'm a, uh, a bad guy for not saying nicknames. <clears throat> But um, there's there's something lacking. It's okay to say that. There's always been something lacking. You know, obviously, you know, uh, Carl Anthony Towns' defense is better this year. He looked better. You're seeing more initiative out of him this year. That's encouraging. And there's still a chance he will continue to take more and more and more initiative in the future. And that's what we're praying for. Nice to have coffee once in a while, isn't it? Got to leave that on there. <laughs> but it's like, I got to take a breath here, right? So that's how it goes. Um, it's just, you know, I know, I'm probably just rehashing the same thing a million times over and over and over, and I apologize for that. Generally speaking, though, I, I just think we can do better at the general manager position slash president of basketball. I think we could do better at coach. And I think this team could have a strong personality in the locker room. Literally, like a Chris Paul type, I think would really help right now. A Chris Paul type 
Look what he's done to the Phoenix Suns. Look at the Suns. They're a playoff team now. The Suns, a playoff team, the last couple of years, would have, you would have laughed at somebody if they brought that up. The Wolves need somebody like that, if humanly possible. I just wish so much D'Angelo Russell could be that kind of guy, but it's not there. You know, to, to at least enjoy, or at least, uh, excuse me, not enjoy, but at least join Carl Anthony Towns in that process. Like, you have two alpha-type personalities. We were hoping for that with Garnett and Marbury, and it was a great combination where Marbury was a guy who took the initiative offensively. Garnett took the initiative defensively. You had a combination of players that were a perfect match. It was a perfect match that way. Uh, two leaders that could lead on both sides of the ball, and you got yeah, and you had Garnett's athleticism to add to it that also joined really nicely with the alley oops with Marbury. It was a combination of offense there, and. Oh, it was such a good thing. And it's a crying shame. You're hoping for the same thing out of D'Angelo and Carl, but I don't see it yet, obviously. And, of course, the guys never get to play together. Just stay bleeping healthy, please. Oh, it's a crying shame that Carl got sick because he was playing so well. Thank you, Lord, that uh, he'll be healed and whole completely, along with all the other players that have had COVID-19, that that's uh, going to be eradicated just fine, like any <clears throat> flu virus out there and such, that it'll be eradicated, they'll feel better, and get back to uh, get back to work and kick some butt. That's the hope. Otherwise, for this week, the Lone Wolf Award is going to go to nobody. I'm. It's going to be the first show of all time I will not give the Lone Wolf Award to anybody. I didn't like anything about what happened this week. I don't care about what stats you had. I don't care about the pretty shots you made. Nobody is getting the Lone Wolf Award. Nobody. The Johnny Flynn Memorial is going to go to the team. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. These were bad games. This was bad. It was a mess. It was a disaster. And the Johnny Flynn Memorial also goes to Gerson and Ryan Saunders. Sorry. It's going to go to everybody. The whole gosh darn player personnel department, so to speak, going on with the, and of course the player personnel themselves. Sorry. It's going to happen. It's happening. It was a disaster. And hopefully. Next week, it's a completely different story. But until that happens, enjoy your Johnny Flynn memorials because they are plenty to go around this week. With that said, we will preview a few games coming up, if humanly possible. I don't even know what else to say anymore. Just play better somehow, some way. So are we going to play better this week? I sure the hell hope so. We are back here on Tim Rules Explosion. Segment number two, we get to preview four games coming up. We'll see if they're all, like, uh, not canceled. Hopefully they don't or postponed. No, I hope not. Get to play the Hawks again. Please show up this time. No news about Carl or anything. New Orleans Pelicans back-to-back Saturday night, the 23rd of January. And then we play two games in Golden State, and they're playing a lot better. Golden State, or should we say San Francisco, on the 25th, Monday the 25th. Wednesday the 27th, and then next week we will preview the Philadelphia 70 Suckers on the 29th and go from there. I guess Cleveland's got real nice defense there next next Sunday, not this coming one. We shall see how that goes. Well, we play the Hawks again. We just played them, and I don't know. They're a 500 club. They're decent. Clint Capella had a 2020 game not too long ago, and it was uh, very impressive. Really happy to have him on the fantasy team and all that. 
But I digress to where we need to be, the issue at hand, the Atlanta Hawks and the Wolves. And yes, Clint Capella's on the Hawks. Carl Anthony Towns, COVID-19, Ricky Rubio, health and safety protocols, most likely the same thing. You're not seeing anything about Juancho Hernan Gomez, so he might return. Ooh, the return of Juancho Hernan Gomez. Maybe he'll rebound or something. Hawks are the best rebounding team in the league still. After Clint Capella, that 2020 game, I'm not too surprised about that, I suppose. The Hawks, we get to play the Hawks. And luckily for them, not a whole lot of injuries. Well, I guess, no, DeAndre Hunter just had a knee injury. Yikes. So we'll see what happens. Left knee contusion for Cam Reddish. I'll see you, like, in 2024 with the contusions and all that. You know, bone bruises. That's nice. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich has a sprained knee as of the ninth. So, yeah, they're missing players. So go out and beat these guys, okay? Just go out and beat them. Show up. Just show up, please. Nas Reed have a 20-point game. Ah, oh, Clint Capella, though. Yeah, well, okay, Some somebody else do well and win. I'm just I'm losing confidence in a big way. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez make a couple shots, get hot this time, and st- sustain it. Just look at all that red. Loss, 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 loss. Win, loss, 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 loss. Ah, it's depressing. Wolves have lost so many games except one against the Spurs just recently. It will be unbelievable. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Are we going to win this game? Should I come out and positively and say yes? I think so. Since you play him twice, and I think the Wolves will come out with a better energy, and especially after last game, maybe D'Angelo Russell gets mad and goes off for 35. I do think he's going to get in the 30s in this game. I actually predicted it that he would get in the 30s against the Hawks, and he did. So I think he gets 30 again. I think he's going to have a very successful season versus Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, love their uniforms, love the logo. I love that they go back to kind of the old days with a slightly new uh, turn, uh, you know, twist to that logo, which is fine. Just have that red, white, and, and yellow combination again, which I love so much. When the Hawks went blue and all that other weird stuff, it just wasn't necessary, you know. Stop getting cute and stick to what's good. Trey Young is Trey Young. He didn't have much of a great game against the Wolves last time. It seemed like he wasn't out there that much, but partially because the Wolves were barely even playing in the game. It was just depressing. Uh, I will give uh, my respects to Martin Luther King. I know very late. I probably should have done it on the last show, but since we played against the Hawks and Martin Luther King, I will now give the man a moment of silence. Thank you, Martin Luther King, for all that you did for this country, and for unity. May unity reign. <sighs> yeah. um, I will pick a win versus the Hawks. I do think D'Angelo goes out for 30. I, he's going to need help, of course. Come on, Jared Culver. Come on, Jared Culver. Show up. You know, this is this is the kind of game right here. Anthony Edwards needs to go off. This is, this is his team, man. This is his team. Uh, Dominique Wilkins played for this team. I can imagine him admiring Dominique, even though he probably never saw him play. In fact, there's, yeah, there's no way he could have, really. He's, he's that young. He could have never have seen Dominique play, but I'm sure he admired him. You know, saw he's young enough where when he was just a kid, YouTube was already around. So, I mean, there was always YouTube. Dominique Wilkins, of course, there's always kind of videos and this and that. You can, you can get a hold of that kind of stuff one way or another. Come on, go out there and be Dominique, man. Go out there and dominate. Uh, have a great game. Anthony Edwards, 20 points. 20 points for Anthony, 30 for D'Angelo. And the Wolves beat the Atlanta Hawks by a final score of 109 to 100. Somehow, some way, and we will be celebrating with a French dip sandwich tomorrow. 
<laughs> we'll be celebrating with a French dip sandwich Friday, uh, Saturday night, or Saturday lunch, whatever that time you want to go get it. But the French dip sandwich, I do believe the Wolves hit 12 three-pointers in this game. And the Wolves defeat the Atlanta Hawks 109-100. And there you go. Nice guard play, or forward play, I guess, since we have 99, since our forwards are all guards now. So, you know, next thing you know, Okolgi will be the starting center. No question about that. So now we get to move forward onto the uh, the next game. Wolves beat the Hawks. Wolves beat the Hawks in Target Center. Woohoo! That is great, and I will be happy about it. I will be happy about it. You got to do something. Uh, the good part is, well, maybe hopefully we can be in the top three of the draft, I guess. And the Golden State doesn't get to take it away just yet. Speaking of Golden State, we're no, just kidding. I'm teasing you. Let's go to the Pelicans first. Put the lime in the tomato juice. No, put the lemon in the tomato juice, which they did this morning in honor of this game. I like lemon and tomato juice, especially when thinking about New Orleans. New Orleans, you know, that's what they do. That's what they do in the South. But the lemon and the tomato juice, yeah, you get the idea. It tastes good, man. Just do it. Just do it. Don't don't hate on tomato juice now. Uh, they're okay. They're just, I don't know. They're one of those teams. And uh, Stan Van Gundy, uh, uh, okay. You know, not that long ago, I thought he was great with Miami Heat years ago. But then it's like, with Orlando, he's all right. And then... And then with Detroit, he was not all right. And I think he's not all right at this point either. It's not a good group. Again, Carl, COVID, blah, 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 Ricky Rubio, health protocols. And there is nothing to report for the Pelicans. I wish that was us. But good for you, New Orleans. No COVID, no injuries, no nothing. Knock on wood for their sake. Because I'd rather see them win than, say, a Golden State. I would rather see them win than Golden State. That would, uh, yeah, um, Brandon Ingram, obviously, has been great. The former Los Angeles Lakers, Stephen Adams, rebounds were like nobody's business. From New Zealand, that would be the Brown brothers over there, Tanay and Levi Brown. Awesome. <laughs> That's their countrymen from from uh, the wonderful country of New Zealand. Nolens and Minnesota, this will be the only game of the year between these two teams in the reduced and changed schedule and all that stuff even though we're in the same conference. But, eh, you know, okay, at least we play each other once, I guess. <laughs> Team, The teams are kind of even, except in rebounding. Imagine that. You know, of course, of course the Pelicans are going to be a good rebounding team when you consider who they have, and the Wolves are below average, basically. We're not terrible, we're below average. Better field goal percentage, yeah, free throw percentage all over the place, points. We're both kind of lower echelon scoring at the moment, though I'm sure with Carl it would be higher. Carl's not going to play, is he? Which sucks. Unless something magically changes here. Ah, that's a bummer. I I wish. I truly wish. How's Lonzo Ball doing? I don't know, but his brother's doing better. (laughs) I kind of, yeah. I mean, I've really developed a liking for for LaMelo Ball. Lonzo, he's about what he is, you know. He should be getting more assists, though. I don't know what's going on there, but I guess Brandon Ingram's kind of taken over a bit there, playing a little point forward. Only four and a half assists so far for Lonzo. When I always saw him as like a like kind of a Rubio, like eight to nine assists a game. Get some rebounds, score some points. Shooting sucks, you know, less than thirty percent. Oh, Vince is gonna kill me. Thirty-eight point eight percent from the floor. Uh, Ricky, 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 Lonzo Ball, Rubio. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, go ahead and trash me. I know you love Rubio. I know you love Lonzo Ball. And I don't. I'm not saying that to Vince. I'm saying that to local people that love Rubio. Um, Go ahead and trash me all you want. I mean, it is, it is what it is. It is what it, I, I had a guy a few years back when, you know, in Rubio's first tenure, writing multiple paragraphs in a response about the fallacies in my statement. Fallacies in my statement. Really? 
<laughs> so 39% is good. 28% is good. Fallacies, huh? Fallacies. I eventually just blocked the guy because he was absolutely nuts. He was going ballistic. Like I just insulted his family, his sister, his heritage, everything. What are you talking about? You know, some people are just too much, bottom line. Uh, there's Hernan Gomez's brother, I do believe. Guillermo, I don't know if I'm going to say it wrong. Guillermo, Guillermo? I, I don't know. I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. So G. Hernan Gomez. <laughs> Gil Hernan Gomez. <laughs> Gil Hernan Gomez. That's, uh, you know that's wrong, too. Just Hernan Gomez is correct. I do believe, yeah, that is his brother. J.J. Reddick, yep, he's, he's not the same guy anymore. Boy, oh boy, his, his jump shot, his uh, spark has left that one, at least so far. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, a guy who was floating around in the draft years ago. Actually, some mocks had the Wolves taking him. He's not impressing too much yet, but we'll see. Guys develop. Eric Bledsoe, the former Buck, and former Clipper, and former everything. He's on the. He's actually playing pretty well, shooting about 40% from downtown. Good for him. I don't know. I don't like. Uh, do I like this matchup? No. The Wolves don't don't beat this team unless Carl's out there and playing really well. Uh, I think the Pelicans beat the Wolves. Unfortunately, it's just you know. I mean the the rebounding and all that. I don't have a whole lot of confidence. I'm actually yeah. Stephen Adams nine rebounds. Okay. Yeah. He just doesn't score a whole lot. He's like a nine and nine kind of guy at this point in his career. Um, I don't know. It's the Pelicans aren't that great. But I just, I don't know. They've only won one out of their last five. That was against Sacto. They always get well over 100, which to me says they're definitely going to beat the Wolves. Their offense is going to be too much for us. Our defense is just going to be what it is. No Carl. The uh, Pelicans win one, 19 to... Pelicans, it's going to be a good game, but the Pelicans win 119. Well, not that good of a game. We'll say like 119, 109. Pelicans win by 10. Defeat the Wolves. We move forward. Sorry for rambling so much. I just keep doing that. Then we get to play Golden State twice, twice. So that kind of makes things a little faster, I guess, because you're playing the same team twice in the same place in non-Oracle at some other place now. Yeah, they started their last year. Wonderful start to their run there. Uh, Golden State is now 8-7, and seven, so apparently they lost last night. That's that's a good thing. Whenever I say Golden State lost, I feel so good. Clay Thompson, torn Achilles, and that's it otherwise. No more injuries or sickness, since sickness has become a thing now in the NBA, unfortunately, and across the... League, it's just the way they look at it. This is the this is it. We play them twice, and then no more Golden State for the rest of the year. Good riddance. I don't give a crap, right? <laughs> Sorry, they lost to the New York Knicks last night in a back to back situation. They beat the Spurs, did the Warriors one twenty one to one ninety nine. Jeez, and then they lost one nineteen to one hundred four. Obviously, oh, they're just too tired, right? Well, Curry's in his thirties now, which means it's not going to last forever. Good riddance. <clears throat> I mean, that's a shame. That's really going to be a sad day when he leaves the NBA. It's going to be a sad day. Sad. Um, good riddance. <clears throat> that's, uh, Raymond Green was off to a horrible start to the year, averaging about two points a game. Couldn't make a shot. Uh, everything was just off with the guy. Now he's kind of slowly, gradually picking him up, or picking things up. And guess who signed him to his fantasy team? Guess who signed the hated jackass Raymond Green to his fantasy team? My hand's raised. You, you can't see it, but it's up. <laughs> so, yes, I hate the Warriors, but in fantasy world, once in a while, I might want to, you know, enjoy some of the uh, success, I guess, with that. Especially if you can buy low, sell high, that kind of thing, and enjoy. Um, which, Raymond Green, looks like one of those stocks that dropped a bit, and now he's going to start gradually going up, which is how you make money in the stock market. Andrew freaking Wiggins is shooting about 40% from downtown. 
So good for him. I'm glad you're being surrounded by such great, uh, such a great organization, organization, as you might say in Canada, and everything's so hunky-dory, and Andrew Wiggins is going to reach his potential as the number one pick in the, no, he's not. But maybe he'll wind up playing at least like the 11th pick in the draft, or 12th. At least be like a good number two or three guy for a team. Um, <laughs> yeah, he'll try. He'll, he'll try really hard. And he'll look you in the eye, and he's going to take responsibility, right? Just like, well, you know, just like my coworkers, the way they take responsibility. No, some of them are really good. Others, not so much. Some of them are great. But uh, others, not always. There's a little uh, naughty Joey there. Marquis Chris, he used to be kind of a three-point guy, not lately. Uh, he's he's kind of all over the place. James Wiseman is off to a decent start to his career, obviously. Only 21 minutes a game. So, you know, you, you take your time, you get things going, just like Anthony Edwards so far. The comparison's already going to be there. A lot of people are saying we should have taken Wiseman, and I, so far I don't really disagree. Wiseman's doing well. Um, Edwards disappears a lot. His shooting is not good. His shooting is not good. And the immunity to big men with the Wolves outside of Carl Anthony Towns drives me absolutely nuts. There's nothing wrong with the Twin Towers approach, especially when the rest of the league is doing something else. You might actually be successful once in a while if you try to go in the other direction. You just might. And then everybody starts copying us later on. Maybe once in a while you get to be the, the pioneer, so to speak. The trendsetter, so to speak. Not that it's much of a pioneer job because other teams did it in the old days. But, you know, the pendulum swings back and forth, just like in politics. Right, left, right, left. Big, small, big, small in the NBA. Big, small, big, small in the NHL. Yes, quarterback, running back, quarterback, running back in the NFL, passing game, running game. You get, you see what I'm saying? The pendulum always swings. It doesn't just stay in one place forever. Small balls with threes, big men. Small ball with threes, big men. What would have been, I don't think it would have been the dumbest move in the history of the planet to have Carl playing power forward and Wiseman at center or vice versa. But Wiseman probably center because he's taller. I don't think it would have been the dumbest move in the history of the world, but oh no, we can't have two tall guys on the Wolves. Oh no, 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 no. That's against the law. You're going to have a six foot six power forward who can shoot threes and miss them. Sounds good. Sounds sounds good. Trust the process. Trust it. Trust it. Trust the process. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm just like ha ha ha, you know. But uh, that's how it is. Um, I like I, I like the way Wiggins is playing, I guess. I'm not sold anymore. I loved the way he played in his first couple of years with Minnesota. Absolutely loved the way he played. And then it just kind of went away. He got softer and softer and softer. At least the guy's getting five freaking rebounds now. Good for you, uh, Andrew. Because somebody's got to get him because for some reason Draymond Green hasn't been getting him, which is really strange. Draymond the Worm Green. Yep. Well, are the Wolves going to win one of these two? I don't know, man. I'm not that confident in this either. I, I hate being negative. Come on, Carl. Come back. Come back. Come back. So his his COVID date was on the 15th. That's usually two weeks. So unfortunately, yeah, he's it's, it's probably not going to be back. Damn. Yep, he's probably not going to be back. So uh, do I want to say this? I really don't want to say this. I, I, barring some type of crazy, exciting thing, maybe D'Angelo Russell goes off for 40 to show up his former team and it says the game of his life, 50 points actually, has the game of his life and beats the Warriors. You know, the Warriors are only an 8-7 and seven team. They make the playoffs. They hopefully will be beat right away. Hopefully, you know. 
by their arch nemesis LeBron James. <laughs> Hopefully they get beat right away. Um, but they're still dangerous, especially for a team like Minnesota, whose perimeter defense is just awful. The Warriors pull out the brooms and sweep the Wolves. The Wolves get swept. The Wolves go 1-3 and three this week. We beat the Hawks and don't win the other three. Wolves get swept by the Warriors. Yep. I mean, I, I hate saying it. It's Chase Center. That's where, that's what it's called. Um, the Wolves get swept. Yep, 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 yep. Do you think I like saying that? I don't. They're not the number one scoring team in the league anymore. Heck, in three-point percentage, what are they? I, where, where's the comparison? 22nd. Wow. Wow. 22nd in the league. Huh. Well, I mean, maybe we'll win one, but I'm not going to pick it right now. I'm not picking it. What's Curry's three-point percentage so far this year? It's like 37. Huh. But uh, every time he makes one, though, he acts like he just, you know, slayed the dragon or something. He's just obnoxious, isn't he? He takes 11 threes a game. Whew. That's probably one of the reasons why his percentage is, is low, because he shoots too many. That's okay. Shoot too many and lose, I hope. Hopefully lose, just like in the old days when the Warriors were just getting started and they thought they were all that and they were getting beat by the Knicks and stuff. I love that. Just like they got beat by the Knicks this last week. Love that, too. Go get them, Knicks. Go get them. <laughs> um, with that said, Wolves get swept by the friggin' Warriors. Uh, one... I'm not even going to give out a score for the two games. I just think the Wolves get swept by the Warriors. That's just that simple. You know, I, you know they'll make their threes, their outside shots. The Wolves' defense won't show up when we need it. Even though it's not the same team anymore, it really isn't. But they're still dangerous. Curry will go off for his 35, whatever, woohoo, and he'll love every minute of it. And let's see Wiggins play against the Wolves. Wiggins, if he plays against us the way he plays against Cleveland, we're definitely going to lose because he's going to get 30. But... I don't know. I don't know if the competitive gene is in his body anymore. I think it disappeared about three, four years ago. It was there. It was there, but then it went away. So, I don't know. He'll have one good game. The first one will be really good. The Wolves absolutely lose the first one of the two, and maybe we win the second. But right now, I pick a sweep. With that said, let's take a break, and there's a lot of fan interaction to get to, so I better get the heck out of here. back here on Timberwolves Explosion segment numero tres for fan interaction. Isn't that exciting? It is. It is. I love I love interacting with you guys. It's actually very exciting. Gonna scroll down. So it's gonna when it comes to Facebook, it's gonna mo it's gonna pretty much be all uh, uh, visitor posts, which is nice. I'm glad I can actually see them again because something was really messed up with Facebook pages for a while there. Uh, but we're gonna go to Twitter first, of course. At I was going to say at Wolves Explosion. I, I, I wish. That one actually had a good number of followers, but at least the actual followers to T-Wolves EX are like a hardcore, legitimate people. Like, you're all real. You're not just like random, like whoever, uh, which is awesome. Like, you're all the hardcore legitimates, like Vince Germano, Tanay, Levi, you know. It's so cool, you know. It's so cool to hear from you guys. And then some new people out there and some fun, fun, fun tweets. So I'll move forward. Vince Germano retweeted the most recent show along with Tanae Brown. Thank you guys so much for that. Vince Germano, Australia. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. We'll scroll up a bit. There he is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Vince Germano 
Lakers, Pies, Browns, at Vinrock44, says Ryan Saunders isn't fired yet. Or, no, he says Ryan Saunders fired yet. That was on the tw- uh, on the 18th, and that was against the Hawks. Yep. Tanae says the Hawks couldn't have played much worse, still lose by double digits. Yeah, it was the most boring, awful game. I was like, why, why am I even watching this? It was nice outside. And I went out and shot some pucks on the ice rink. Yeah, I did. I kept up with the game, and I watched it. And I watched some of the, and I watched the replay, most of it, most of it, not the entire thing, because it was just such a deadbeat game, particularly in the fourth quarter when it was like, eh, you know. <sighs> yeah, it was a beautiful day out that day. We were finally getting some sunlight. Uh, Lakers, Pies, Browns, Vince Germano, sorry, says, I know, don't have the plums to hire a guy like Lane Beer, who would preach D, and then hire Jeff Van Gundy, or at least make a call to him. Uh, yep, yeah, hire Van Gundy if you don't have the balls to hire uh, Lane Beer. You know, I want Van Gundy to be. I want Van Gundy to be the president of basketball. That's what I wanted in the first place, and not the coach. President of basketball, and then he hires somebody, hopefully that's, you know, younger but ready to go, that type of thing. I was hoping Ryan Saunders was younger but ready to go, but probably a little too young, and maybe kind of too chummy with the guys already. He'd have to have come in not knowing the players, where there isn't already a relationship developed. I think that might be the damning thing for poor uh, Ryan. I, I, I feel bad for him. It's sad, man. It is. Uh, so, I guess we gotta hit the back button. There we go, good. It kept me where I wanted to be. The conversation was already there. Vince Gervato says, defense was terrible. Yep, Charles Barkley style. I like that. Terrible. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> Danae Brown. Yeah, What? just listen to this stat. Four rebounds from Reed and Davis. Both, both guys that, you know, Reed just doesn't rebound that much. Sometimes he does. Davis is supposed to. Like, what happened? And then Vince Gervato says, putrid. Yeah, it's putrid, all right. That's bad, man. It's freaking bad. Yep, okay, those are already red, so that's good. That's good, though. Yep, there he goes. 10A says, come on, something just, there we go. This team makes no sense without Towns in the lineup. It's awful. Yeah, there's like, there is no sense. There's no backup plan whatsoever. That's the whole point about not trusting the process. Because the process wants no big men other than Carl Anthony Towns. And it's like, what are we, intimidated by the thought that some other big guy might be on the roster besides Carl? Why? Because, well, have you noticed that he misses games? Doesn't that give you a clue that he's going to miss some games? And also the fact that there's nothing wrong with having another big guy to play with on occasion. Uh, that didn't sound good. To uh, be on the court at the same time with uh, the, uh, on occasion. Um, but it would be nice. It really would be nice to have another big man to have out there at the uh, on, the, on the floor with Carl. An actual big guy. 6'10", 6'11", some muscle, some strength, some aggressiveness. Uh, I'm, I'm just crying. I mean, there is nothing. You know, Jade McDaniels, he's 6'9", but he's 200 pounds. He's, he's a twig. Hit those, hit those, hit those uh, shakes or something. Hopefully he can get bigger. Hopefully he's got a frame that can get bigger. It looks like he can. I don't know how much, but I think so. I'm praying. Some of those guys are already big. That's the whole thing. Again, like Anthony Edwards is already big. LeBron was huge when he first came in the league. Of course, I'm questioning a little bit there. Who who knows? Who knows about that one? Though I suppose he's been tested a million times for steroids in his life. So maybe I should shut my mouth on that one. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of Atlanta. Speaking of Atlanta, I might as well say it. Boy, Boy, he's older than I thought. Henry Hank Aaron, the all-time home run leader, unless you think Barry Bonds is, which I don't, uh, after cheating massively, talking about steroids, 
Hank Aaron has passed away at 86. Man, that sucks. So Hank Aaron passes away. The legendary Hank Aaron. I didn't really, yeah, 86. But I suppose he played, he played for the Milwaukee Braves. That's how far back he went before they moved to Atlanta. And then Atlanta Braves, of course, into the 70s. He played a long time and he hit like 40 home runs every year. He was never like 70 home runs and 68 home runs. And then, you know, you know, you can hardly walk because there's so much muscle like Mark McGuire. That was so fake. I mean, my God, it's like blowing up a helium balloon. And oh, I'm a power hitter. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not taking steroids. Yeah, you are. Uh, okay. And then, you know, like, like people's shoe sizes grow three sizes when they're 30 years old. Oh, sure. And hat size. Hank Aaron's the real home run champion. It ain't Barry, it ain't Barry Bonds or McGuire. Obviously, McGuire never was. But he never lasted long enough. He was always hurt. That sounds familiar also. Uh, but Hank, yep, God bless him. God rest his soul. We will now give Hank Aaron a moment of silence. So this just kind of popped up not too long ago. Must have died like an hour ago or something like that. And then it starts popping up everywhere. Oh, boy, that's too bad. That's legend, man. I never got to see him play because it was back in the day, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. But God bless him, man. And I went off against, uh, yeah, I went off when Cole Anthony hit that three, like you're off balance. It was a good play because at least he was squared up. I said, well, bleep that stuff. Yeah, I cursed. Talk about lucky shots. And then, yes, um, Tanae Brown hit the nail on the head. I didn't even click like. I'm sorry, Tanae. You were correct. Deserved to lose. What a pathetic second half. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't even click like. I'm sorry. I must have, unless I clicked like from the wrong Twitter account. I did. From Brave the Wild. <laughs> Whoops. I clicked like from Brave the Wild. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's funny. Well, and then he joined He joined that right after. Or not, he already had joined, but he like was like, I'm going to listen to some hockey now. We released a new show yesterday, Brave the Wild. We, you know, um, Danae says, yeah, he was responding to Kyle Thieg. I think I, I think we added him. I'm not sure. I think we added each other, if I remember correctly. Nope. I, well, I added him now. There we go. <laughs> I like Ryan Saunders. I really do. What he did in the fourth quarter was coaching malpractice. That is truly a horrendous job of coaching. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. He's from Portland. Wow. Portland, Oregon. Oh, and he writes for Canis Hoopets. Oh, duh. Okay. I should know that. I apologize. Site manager. Holy cow. Whoops. Okay. I should know who that is. My apologies. <laughs> yep. Uh, tonight says all of Minnesota wants Saunders to succeed. Change his last name, though, and I think it's unanimous to get him out of here. Vince, Joey or, or Vince, tell me I'm wrong. I said he was, you know, putting out our tweets, and I don't think you're wrong. Uh, Vince Durano says you're not wrong, brother. I think I responded to him, didn't I? Did I not respond to him? I didn't respond. Yeah, I, I, I did somewhere. So we'll get back to that. Vince Germano continues, says, you see, yeah, there it is. You see, just like what I was talking to, yeah. you see Wiseman being taught by Draymond, and to his credit, Wiseman is soaking it all up. I don't think I've seen a vet on the Wolves do the same with Edwards. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, brother. Right back at you. You're not wrong, You're not wrong, brother. Yep. Today he says, I don't think I've seen a vet do anything in terms of mentorship since KG came back. Yep. Yep. And Wolves Talk followed. Thank you. I followed back as well. Thank you very much, Wolves Talk. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yep. <laughs> After that, it's mostly liking each other's tweets. I thought I responded to today. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Did I miss that? You're not wrong at all. I, I 
did respond somewhere. Maybe it went into the wrong uh, thread or something. I apologize. You're not wrong today. Yep, because I know he's listening. Oh, I, I hope he's listening. <laughs> right? Unless he, gave, unless he got mad at me. No, I don't think so. Um, you're not wrong at all. You're not wrong at all. It's If he was, uh, if he had a different name, he's probably gone. Or at least, well, we would want him to be anyway. Doesn't necessarily mean the manager would make the move. But uh, um, I don't think that Gerson Rosas has set him up well either, though. I think if, 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 it's what bad teams do. We end up firing both the GM and coach and starting over. Fire the GM and coach and start over. Not like Detroit Lions and all them. But maybe we're the Detroit Lions of basketball. I guess we kind of are right now, unfortunately. Oh, I hope nobody shoots me for that, for saying that line, but I did. Carl Anthony Towns announces he tested positive for COVID-19. More good news, right? Ugh. So as we head to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. And again, the Twitter account is at TWolvesEx. So please do give that a follow. And I'll get the Facebook page. All this information will be in the show description. I better keep moving. Vince Romano simply says, bloody hell. And yeah, it's bloody hell, all right. I was saying it's unending. And Wayne Hunt says he would be shitting himself. Yep. He is for sure, mate. Yeah, especially after all that. Yeah, after all that happened. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, that's right. Okay, guys, now you're probably wondering why I never clicked like and why I never interacted on Facebook. Uh, Vince knows, but Wayne, I sent him a message. He didn't answer, so I don't know. There's a reason why I haven't been able to click like or comment back on Facebook. I'm suspended. Uh, I don't know. Everything you say these days, Facebook magically like records it, and oh, you're so bad, and then they un- and then they suspend you. Yeah, so that's what happened basically. That's basically what happened to me. So I'm suspended for until early next week, I believe. So I can't do anything, unfortunately. I can't even post this show on Facebook. I can post it on Twitter, though. Thank God for Twitter until they suspend me there again. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just have to see the world exactly the way they do, or I'm a bad guy. I'm just a terrible, terrible guy. Yep, I I guess I am. I mean, uh, it is what it is, eh? It is what it is. It's, uh, It's wonderful stuff. So, we'll get to the uh, posts to page. I, I'm more likely to see that on the on my application here versus the uh, the, the, the desktop. I don't even see a button on the desktop. Isn't that ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Oh, it's probably in the notifications if I go there. Yeah, stupid. Okay, post to page, Wayne Hunt. I know there's a ton of back and forth, isn't there? Or was that? Yeah, there's, there's back and forth. But it's a big, big uh, comment. There's two of them, I believe. Nope. Vince said Rosas needs to fire Saunders now. That was a week ago. That was last week's show. So here we go. Here it is. Wayne Hunt is back, and he is back with uh, a bang. And I'm very happy. Very, very happy. Welcome back, Wayne Hunt, uh, the alpha dog of the Courtside Podcast. He is a Memphis Grizzlies fan. We didn't get to play each other a second time, unfortunately, with the uh, postponement. We'll see what happens when that game gets played, if it gets played. Um, the Courtside Podcast with Wayne Hunt, Vince Germano, and Stu Benson. Check that out a million times over CRTSDE on Twitter and Facebook. And, uh, of course, do look it up on all the uh, wonderful applications, all the under, uh, all those wonderful applications out there for podcasts. <laughs> Gotta love that. So, sorry, I'm almost distracted here for half a second. And... 
Uh, I, I am distracted now. Let's get to what Wayne had to say without interruptions. 51-35. 51-35 at the half. Yeah, that was the Wolves versus Orlando. And so it should be the scoreline considering how depleted Orlando is. If by chance there is a colossal collapse and Orlando walks away with a W, then Saunders has to go immediately. Very damning, isn't that, right there? <laughs> no more excuses, no more favoritism for Ryan because his last name is Saunders, and he is buddy-buddy with all the players. This Wolves roster should be contending even with Towns out. For my money, I'm bringing in D'Angelo's former Brooklyn coach, Kenny Atkinson, who was unfairly dismissed because he wasn't a Kyrie Irving puppet. That is kind of cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I like that you're going out of the box. Yep, uh, I, I do like that a lot. And I'm kind of uh, looking him up right now, interrupting myself. I apologize. There's Kenny Atkinson. Okay. See what happens right now. Yep. He goes to Brooklyn Nets and all that. He's 51, 53. Yeah, so a little bit older, but not that old. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. Wayne Hunt. So again, so I'm interrupting uh, interrupting you with your own uh, take here, which is okay. Hopefully, hopefully you don't mind New, New York and all that. Okay. He's currently an assistant coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. That's interesting. And, well, he got D'Angelo to play very well, actually, if I remember correctly. Yeah, when D'Angelo's most successful season in his career, which made him very attracted to the Wolves and, the, and whoever else. Let's get back where I need to be, and that's with Wayne Hunt's comment here. D'Lo can be devastating against opposing teams if coached properly, if given direction and purpose. All things he has not been given by Saunders and all things that should be seen by his teammates. Looking at you, Cat. I like how I put that. It's already a shortened season. Unless something changes soon, all you are going to show the young talent on this Minnesota squad is how to lose and further build on the bad culture. Yep, like the rot, right? The ongoing rot, like rotting wood. The players need to hold themselves accountable, and so does the coach. They don't even play with a chip on their shoulder, and that might be the biggest red flag of them all. Oh, God, yep, just like that D'Angelo uh, quote. And for God's sake, get some vets on this squad that have won something. What's the future going to be, Timberwolves? The ball is in your court. That was awesome. And I can't even click like on it. See? So it's nothing personal. It's Facebook business. Also, no Rubio this game. Injured or trade block? It, it, it's COVID. Yep. Uh, Tanae says, don't worry. They found a way to lose. Yep. And then there it is. Wayne Hunt says, oh my God. He's got to go. No BS. I wrote... The, I wrote all that quite confident. The Wolves that hold on, they have to fire him today. That was really funny how that turned out. Wayne, you jinxed us, right? No, he didn't jinx us. We jinxed ourselves. Tanae Brown says, Wayne uh, says uh, he's he's not going to go. Send the organization to Seattle and let me pick a new team to follow. Ooh, that hurt my feelings. I, uh, <laughs> oh, Tanae. Taylor's too soft. Nothing's going to change until he sells the team. Yeah, Taylor's got to. Yeah, Taylor's got to go too. That that's the first thing. Taylor's got to go. Even though I think Garnett's been an ass about the whole situation, yeah, Taylor's not good either. Um, Wayne Hunt says, "Christ, pardon the French there. <laughs> he can't even develop the young talent on the squad." Culver had 15 minutes at the half, and from what I can see, never touched the floor again. That kid is going to get traded somewhere else in Blossom. Happy to take him in, uh, happy to take him in Memphis. 
Yeah, I think he'll do better too. I think he'll do better, hopefully here with a different coach. Hopefully here, generally speaking. But we'll probably trade him for like a second round pick or a bottom of the first round. And he'll do way better somewhere else. That's probably that's probably what's going to happen. It sucks, but that's reality again. So, Kenny Atkinson, thank you very much for thinking outside the box there, Wayne. That was really good. And, of course, it's not like anybody's not thinking outside the box. Obviously, Bill Lambeer is way, way outside the box. This is an interesting one, though. It's a very interesting one. I like this. Because, I mean, you know, I wasn't thinking about Kenny Atkinson. And he did well. And, like you said, he wasn't a Kyrie puppet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he did pretty well. I mean, Brooklyn was surprisingly competitive during that time, weren't they? They actually were. And that's when a lot of those young guards did really well, like Dinwiddie and such. It was an entertaining team to watch. And they were difficult. You know, Levert, all them. I liked what they did. Kenny Atkinson. Nice, nice, nice one there. Hopefully the Wolves give him a shot. Or at least give him, put him on the list, so to speak. But uh, we'll see. Obviously, uh, we'll see what happens. That's a good one, though. If, if I was president of basketball, he would at least be on the list. He would be granted an interview. Without question, he would be He would be somebody I'd be like, yeah, let's, uh, yeah he's, he's on the list for an interview. And we'll see if he gets the second interview. This and that. As long as he doesn't have to have three guards or four guards on the floor at all times. You know, three guards at all times, four guards at, uh, sometimes. It's pretty crazy. It's frustrating, and uh, I don't agree with it, really, quite frankly. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was a... That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, he was a former player, wasn't he? Isn't that a son of a gun? <laughs> Yeah, he was a former player. That's what I thought, because I know the name sounded super familiar. Yep, pretty crazy. That name sounded really familiar as a, as a player. Um, mm -hmm. Well, very interesting, very cool. So with that said, I guess uh, that's about it, though. Thank you for the interaction, Wayne Hunt. Now we'll pass out the contact details. Uh, Wayne Hunt, you got a gold star for that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you again. Uh, great. I love it when you comment on that page. It is really awesome. Thank you also, Tanae, Vince. Missed you this week, Levi. I think he did respond somewhere, Levi. And I'm blanking as to where. I apologize for that. Maybe he just clicked like on something. Uh, always love you. Um, with that said, contact details. Please do uh, join the page, if you could, via audio submission. You're more than welcome to do that. Simply open any smart device on the planet. You know, you just have uh, every smart device has a free voice recording application built in somewhere. Open it, click uh, click on the record button or press it, whatever. Put your phone to your you know ear or whatever your mouth and treat it like a phone call. Then hit stop, save it slash share it to Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to Zumzar.com. That way it can go into the Audacity application here, and uh, I can do my do my work, edit, and all that stuff. Just basically put it right in. I wouldn't need to edit it unless you begged me, please take this out. I, I messed up. I stuttered or something, which is fine. You know, just go ahead and let me know. Otherwise, it'll just get put right on in there. Lead off fan interaction. That's how I like to roll, usually, if I get an uh, audio submission. Thank you in advance for anybody that would be willing to do that. All the information, again, will be in the show description, the email address, the Facebook, and the Twitter account. Uh, information will be there. With that said, please write a positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher if you could about this show. I'd greatly appreciate it. Those of you that have, God bless you and thank you so much. Those of you that haven't, please do. You know that you know, I've been, you know, you've been listening forever, and maybe you want to 
help out the show a little bit. It, it helps a lot whenever you do that, and I will uh, give you a huge thank you if you do that on air. With that said, I'm hoping for some kind of change, hoping for some health, probably a coaching change. I hate to saying it, but it is what it is, you know. I hate saying it, but it is what it is. If it brings us in a better direction, so freaking be it. And enough of the three, four guard crap as well. That would be better. Oh, boy. It's a, it's a messed up roster. It truly is. With that said, though, we'll talk to you next week and hopefully some better success for the Wolves this coming week.